0: village of finding ourselves here on the second day of this conference we pray and ask that your mighty Holy Spirit will touch our lives and minister light and life to us today in Jesus name we pray amen you may please be seated this morning I want to welcome you to session one, day two. And I believe that something very fantastic is going to come your way today. We are going to receive this morning Bishop in TEFL, Light of the World Cathedral, and then we will have Bishop Eddie Adi. This week will be your best week ever so far. Yes, and I feel very excited. This morning, I have a few minutes to share something with you before we receive Bishop in And And um, I want to share with you, I told you I'll be sharing extensively from this book, and I want to ask Everyone, if you bought your Macarius, just bring it. Bring this book out, "Art of Shepherding," out, and bring it every day. If you don't have your Macarius, make sure you buy this book, "The Art of Shepherding." And um, I'm going to also be teaching from other books anyway, maybe even this morning. But I want to give you the vision of a shepherd. The vision. Of a shepherd the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge when you don't know what you are about you know that that knowledge is not just knowledge of scriptures John 14 6, uh, Romans 828 But knowing what you are about, a vision is also a type of knowledge. When you don't have a vision for your life, you lack a certain knowledge. And because of the absence of that knowledge, You are guaranteed your destruction in the ministry. So, in a few minutes, I want to spell out, if you are a shepherd, if you are a shepherd, it is very important for you to know the possibilities that are ahead of you. What you can become. And what you must not fight to become. Because sometimes people spend their energy and their time trying to be something they are either not supposed to be or something that lies within only God's power to make them. For instance, if you are a pastor and you have a vision to be rich, you have a bad vision, A pastor has a vision to be rich Then that pastor has A very bad vision Does it mean that God Cannot make a pastor rich He surely makes us rich He blesses us There is no one Who worked with God Who did not become a certain type of person Sorry something is blown here So if you smell it, Don't worry They're going to correct it. Yes. So, there are certain visions you must not have. Amen. But this morning, I want to give you the best vision for your life. The vision that is attainable and the vision that is appropriate. If you are a shepherd and you don't know about these visions or these goals, then today you are in the right forum where you are being empowered with the knowledge of what you must become. Yes. And as I say it, it's a prophecy for your future. Uh, I'm not just here to read the Bible and just make comments. As I speak, a spirit is coming out And that spirit redefines and redesigns your destiny In chapter 17 of this book, Art of Shepherding Bishop Dagwood Mills gives us three goals So I'm just trying to let you know the possibilities of your progress That where you are, you can, if you stay on that line, how your future will become. And you will be that in in the name of Jesus. You will become exactly that in the name of Jesus. The first vision, the first goal, you can call it the three goals of a shepherd. If you are in charge of God's sheep. The three goals you must have and aspire to be and to become. The first goal is the goal of becoming a good shepherd. A good shepherd. In verse 11 of John 10, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. I am the good shepherd. I'm sure we we pastors preach with these verses that as he is, so are we. Yes. When it comes to sitting on golden chairs. And enjoying luxury And heaven on earth's life You know, you quote As he is So are we uh-huh. Now, if there is anything you, you must desire to be That, you see That makes you want to quote that verse It should be this one rather That as he is a good shepherd So must you be a good shepherd Pastor Please listen carefully Because you may not know That In every endeavor of life There is the good type And the bad type There is a good driver And a bad driver Did I tell you this yesterday? Yes There is a good wife There is a bad wife Oh yes Yes There's a good wife, there's a bad wife. There's a good husband, there's a bad husband. There's a good president, there's a bad president. There's a good seamstress, and there's a bad seamstress. I'm I'm sure you know that, the ladies know this one. That you can go to a place, somebody will take a measuring tape and measure your waist. Measure your length. Measure, take measurements And make a dress for you That you cannot wear Then you go to a shop and buy a dress that The person who sold it doesn't know you Doesn't know your size Doesn't know your silhouettes And your contours and topography All you need is to say, I'm buying size 14. You buy size 14. You wear it. And the seamstress took a measuring tape to measure you. So in every endeavor, there is a good type and there is a bad type. The fact that you are something Should not give you the delusion That you are the good type The fact that you are a pastor Should not give you the delusion That you are the good type Actually, if you will take my advice It will serve your best interest I will personally counsel you To have the mind that you are the bad type. That is the counsel I will give you. Walk about with the mind that you are actually a bad husband. And then look for the wisdom keys that will make you a good husband. You see, because if you start on the premise that you are a good husband, then Luke chapter 1 comes in that the rich he sent empty away, but the hungry he has filled with good things. God will never fill you when you yourself have superlative, a superlative opinion of yourself. If you are in this conference... I will encourage you to see yourself as a bad pastor. It will humble you. It will give you the requisite humility to receive what comes from the pulpit today. Yeah. But if you sit there with the mind that you are a good pastor, when in reality, Jesus said it, Revelation said, you think you are rich, you are great, you need nothing, but in reality, you are naked, you are blind. Yes, you may sit here and think that you are a good pastor But when we weigh you on the scales You may actually be one of the most bogus pastors that ever existed I mean you, you It will suit you to assume that you are not a good type And not allow it to plunge you into depression but rather empower you to find out what can I do? A lot of wives think they are good wives. I was telling a group a church last, I mean, a few days ago that Jesus Christ, one of the greatest, one of the most glorious events of Jesus Christ will be his coming again, his second coming. That is the peak of his mission on earth. That he died, he came, he died, he resurrected, and he's going to come again to take you and I. That is, the, that is the, 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 the epoch of his earthly ministry. That work he is coming to do, he learned how to do that work from a thief. <laughs> you didn't get the point. I said, the work he is coming to do, Pastor, are you expecting Jesus to come for you one day? Or you want to be with the demons in hell? (laughs) Say it again. Obviously. That's where you want to go. Obviously. 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 That is the, the, the most powerful act of Christ. That work, I'm preaching about your vision. That work that Jesus is coming to do. He learned how to do that work. From a thief. That is why he said, his, he said he will come like a thief. <laughs> because he realized that he cannot compare his coming to Apostle Paul or a pastor or a bishop. Because, I mean, this morning. If you were here yesterday, you'll be able to predict that I'll be here this morning. Pastors will tell you. We have posters, flyers, billboards that will tell you when we are having the meeting. 6 a.m. I'm preaching. Next week, 17th April, I'm, 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 in, I'm in Dallas. Then I'm moving to Niger. You know the itinerary. But when a thief is coming, a thief will not tell you that I'm coming at 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday night. Never. 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 And that is how Jesus chose to come. And I'm saying that some of you wives eh, your best performance as a wife you may need to learn it from a prostitute. Are we in church? We are in church. I'm speaking to the bogus wives. Bogus wives. You don't even know how to seduce a man. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. The man man who married you and thought that he was going to get some pleasures on earth they didn't know he was marrying a boy. Yeah. You are a boy wearing a wig. Yeah. You are a useless wife. Yeah. Useless. You may be a good CEO, a good businesswoman, but when it comes to being a wife, You don't know that your husband did not marry you because he wants food to eat. Before he married you, he was eating. Useless woman. (laughs) Should I take my time? I said, before your husband married you, he was eating food. So it's not possible that it is because of food that he married you. Sit down, sit down, sit down. No, but in the same way, there are a lot of pastors, senior pastors, who are useless husbands. Your wife did not marry you because she wanted a house to stay in. Even her father's house is nicer than the chamber and hall you have put her in. Should I stop preaching? Okay, it's all right. Should I continue preaching? If your wife wanted a house to stay in, you are not a man. Her father's house is nicer than your bogus chamber and hall. She needed a man who will romanticize her. Not knowing that she has gone to marry a bushman, a bushman, masquerading as a pastor. Useless. Sit down, I need to preach. I'm just saying to you that sometimes when you don't know what to do, you might as well learn it from a thief. I'm telling you, you know, we shouldn't swear. We are barred from swearing. I would have sworn to you that if you will learn, like Jesus has gone to learn how a thief works. So even as I'm speaking now, he's still watching a video. No, as I'm speaking, that's what, he has not come. He's still learning it. How to climb a window, how to break a door. (laughs) Yeah, he's watching videos right now videos of armed robbers Chinese armed robbers Nigerian armed robbers Kweu hey. armed, hey. armed robbers That's what is watching right now and you as a woman may need to also go to the a uh, uh, um, cycle, cycle and see a girl and say I'm paying you 200 Ghana cities take me to your house and show me tricks and styles Can you believe it? Sit down. Can you believe it? That when Jesus was advising us about how to live successfully on earth as Christians to make it to heaven, he told us to copy the wisdom of a snake. (laughs) Some of you, uh, some of you sitting here, If you would learn to learn something from your enemy, you'll be a better person. As for you, anybody you don't like, you just... Some of you pastors, the very pastor you don't like, it is his ministry you must copy. Yes. And that is how the devil makes you not like someone. Because he knows that that thing... Holds the key to your destiny. So he will put hatred in you. There are pastors who should have come here for this conference. They saw the billboard. They saw everything. When as soon as they saw Bishop Dagwood Mills' face on the the, the billboard, they began to vomit. Go and see the church they are in. Air-conditioned church, but it's a rented house. I said, I'm, I'm, see, I'm giving you keys. That You think of anybody you don't like A, a, a man that A man you don't like That sister around your house you don't like. It is possible she has something For you to learn Be ye as wise And harmless as as what? Is it dove or dove? Dav. Dove. <laughs> dove. <laughs> and not chasse. And not chasse. You don't, because doves are our friends. You don't only learn from your friends, your harmless friends. You must also learn to learn from your harmful enemy. Yeah. That, ma- that girl who is trying to take your husband from you may be the girl you may need to see for tutorials. Yes! It, I, I don't, should I speak Chi? It seems you don't understand English. I said the woman who is using her Botox to titillate your husband may be the woman you will have to pay to teach you. preaching if you don't like my preaching then you are in the wrong conference the fact that you have done something for 30 years does not mean that you are a good part type of it the fact that you have been a pastor for 20 years does not mean you are a good pastor The fact that you have been a wife for 38 years, your children are in the university does not mean you are a good wife. You may be a good mother to your children, but a bad wife to your husband. Should we close the service? This place, you are quiet. You are quiet. Oh, I should call that girl to sing. Uh, please sing a song. No, they don't like that preaching. I'm preaching. To. It is a good preaching. Good preaching. I'm just showing you how to be good. That some of you pastors may well need to learn from that ministry. You don't like. Thank you. you. Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps. Just perhaps. Did you know that thieves will not go to heaven? No thief has a place in heaven. Thieves. No thief has a place in heaven. The very person who cannot go to heaven is the one Jesus is learning from to take us to that very place. Your mind is twisted. Your mind must be renewed. Do you want to be good a good shepherd a good shepherd you see we use standards i guess that's why jesus christ will learn from a thief even right now i just saw in the spirit he has changed a video i just saw it one video just ended and he has put in another video yeah because you see good 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 is relative One of our pastors in Lighthouse, he went to school in the north. I've forgotten the name, but he told me this story in Zimbabwe. In the north, or upper east, upper west, or the north. But when he did the WASI exam, he topped in the region. He was, there was a, a ceremony, he was given awards, you know, his name was in the papers, and all that. And, uh, not BC. I've forgotten BC or WASI. Let's say BC. So he had, yes, BC. So he wanted to, he, he did science, he it was, it was the highest. And needed to come to Presec to do SS, SHS. Can you believe it? The best student who was receiving flowers and prizes when he was brought into the picture of the national performance he could not get Sana he had 240 something 240 something and he was being celebrated in Tamale (laughs) but when he came to Accra he noticed that for every frog that can leap There is a kangaroo. Bigger that can leap faster. I'm preaching. So some of us, as you've come for this conference, you are discovering that you were not really a good pastor after all. Good is relative. Now in church, in the kingdom of God, we don't use such words as evil, good, bad, excellent without referring to a standard. So Isaiah will say, woe to the one who will call evil good. Because what is good in the world may be evil in the church. And when you come and still call it good. The problem. There was a brother, I think in America, one of our churches. He was was not watching pornography. He was the actor. (laughs) Like Rambo. (laughs) He was the actor. He was acting pornography. But the Lord intervened and he got born again. I'm preaching about how you, in the next session, when I get the chance, I'm going to now start to teach you how to be a good shepherd. We'll bear fine. We'll bear fine. So this brother who was a pornography actor got born again. Praise God. Because there's no body the blood of Christ cannot touch. So when he came, the first Sunday, the pastor was apparently had been doing a series on love. So he learned the first Sunday he was in church that, beloved, let us love. For love is of God. So he said, what a blessed ministry. Here we love. After church, he went to greet the pastor. Thank you, Pastor, for a powerful message. Then the brother started loving the sisters. <laughs> Beloved, let us what? Love. So, about a month or two, news began to trickle down that this brother, handsome, tall brother, with big feet, <laughs> Was loving The sisters Having sex, sleeping with the choristers. I think he almost attempted it on the Sofumami But didn't succeed I think that is when the story came out He he, he, he was Really genuinely wanted to show love To as many Because to him, love is having sex So the pastor had to start a new series on the definition of Christian love. Be very careful what you call good. Be very careful. You may even, I'm speaking to husbands. I don't know why today I'm into husbands. I'm speaking to husbands and wives. You may even take a scripture from the Bible that you are using in your marriage, but it may be evil. Based on the time and context of your marriage, certain scriptures don't work. Because everything in the Bible, you are allowed to do it. And you are also allowed to do the opposite. Yes, a a pastor must marry a virgin, a nice woman, pure, holy, righteous Christian. But in the Bible, a pastor also married the opposite of a virgin. Under instructions. <laughs> I said under what? Instructions. Jesus sent a disciples. He said, When you are going, don't take a, a wallet, don't take any shoes, don't take any stick. Just go, go. They went. When they were going, they were grumbling. You are going to preach without shoes, without extra shoes, without... When they went, they saw the power of God. And then when they came back, he just asked them, when you went, did you get souls? He said, yes, we had souls. Were people healed? He said, people were healed. He said, okay, I'm sending you again. This time, take two pairs of shoes. this time, this time, take an extra staff. So, so if you are the type going now and, and you are using the not taking shoes one to go, you are out of the will of God for your life now. In the church, when we say somebody is a good shepherd, there are standards. And the standard is Jesus. When your shepherding style is like Jesus. So that will be the springboard on which I am going to leap in the next session, God willing. I'm going to use the template of Christ. Ha, ya, yeah, yeah. To show you that, Minia, when we say standards, you cannot come with other standards. Yes. So, your first vision as a pastor is to be good. A good shepherd. Make sure you are not a bad shepherd. And, um, and, and the advice I gave you was that don't assume you are Good. Rather assume you don't know. You've been a pastor for twenty years, but I don't know. It is always the hungry he fails. But when you are sitting here, I don't even know why you've come. I don't know why you've come, because I'm, I mean I'm surprised because. The way you know everything. Oh, oh, baby, you've come to mark my English grammar and to mark the scriptures. Oh, then you are welcome. Please, someone should give me a pen and paper. A4 sheet to start the marking. If you like, give me 90%. I want 99%. You will be a good shepherd. The next vision, the next goal you must have is the goal to be a great shepherd? Great shepherd. Hebrews 13 and verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. That great shepherd of the sheep. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. That great shepherd of the sheep. And I'm going to trigger again. that your scripture you have been using for prosperity. As he is in, in heaven, so are we here on earth. As he is a great shepherd. Believe God. To be a great shepherd. Who is a great shepherd? A great shepherd is someone who has gained much knowledge and skill as a shepherd. The knowledge of a shepherd. He has bought the Macarius. He reads it. He reads books on the art of leadership. How many of you want to be great? Look, look, I'll I'll tell you. You you can put it here. Let me just give you a piece of advice. You know, one of the things, one of the blessings of uh, the ministry is the blessing of um, the anointing. Uh, What does the anointing do? The anointing just helps you to be great. Now, for most of us here, please don't be angry with me, don't insult me, I'm just trying to speak the truth, most of us here, they didn't do well academically in school, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I know you are a lawyer. Don't say everybody's. How many? How many here are lawyers? In this, how many here are lawyers? One. Who else is a lawyer? Uh-huh. So you see that, mommy, mommy, you, see that? you are the only lawyer here. How many here are lawyers? Ah, okay. There's one upstairs. Two. Who else lawyers? There's a lawyer outside there. Three. But we are over a thousand here so you see that when i'm preaching you should keep quiet <laughs> i know the people i'm preaching to more than you when i say that most people here don't have a certain level of education i'm preaching all. no i don't know some of you think that because i'm not wearing a tie i'm not preaching Look, please, give me a tie from the office. Let me have the tie. No, because it's like, when a person is not wearing a tie, he's not ministering. I, I don't know. I don't like it. Most of us here, they didn't go to school properly. I'm telling you. Some of your sisters, they didn't do well. You should have been a lawyer by now. I'm telling you, you should have been an engineer by now. But when you were in school, you were cooking for a boy instead of going for lectures. That's That's why. Look, can you at this time clap for Jesus? At this time, let's clap for Jesus. Many of you here, look, there should be nothing less than 50 doctors. 100 engineers, 78 lawyers, architects, more. How can we have only three lawyers? I don't even want to ask a doctor because there's no, I'm sure there's nobody here who is a doctor. <laughs> we are all struggling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> If you are pastors, be, even because you couldn't find a job. That's why you are a pastor. You found a classroom. You found a Bible, and your ankle ties, three you used to wear, that you have made yourself a pastor. Made a signboard because academically you were bankrupt. So many of us, eh, if not most of us, did not become great or could not have become great in the world. Yeah. That's true. Just is quiet. No, please. I'm, I'm telling you. No, I'm, and I'm not saying this to say that because I am a chartered accountant, I am superior to you or you, like you are inferior. No. No, some of you here who are not even very educated, it is because of situations which are beyond you. Parental, family, many things. Of course, there are some of you who were killing lizards and stealing mangoes when your friends were in school. That's also true. But listen, listen. The ministry The ministry To be a shepherd To be a pastor Is one of God's mercies he has shown you That even though You couldn't become great in the world He has given you the ministry And given you the honor of Aaron The honor of Aaron That even though you could not have built a house In the ministry As you become a shepherd Through shepherding He will give you the wisdom and the blessing To do something better with your life Oh yes, because in the ministry I know pastors Who didn't go to school When they speak They say they don't have a classmate and when somebody says I don't have a classmate It means one of two things that There's nobody in my category Like you know, some, you know I, I, look, Nobody here is my classmate I don't have a classmate That is I'm so gracious That all of you are below You are not in my category Or I don't have a classmate Means that I didn't go to school And I know pastors who didn't go to school But on Sunday when they are preaching Professors Are listening to them Professors are taking notes Lawyers are taking notes Lawyers Engineers are in the church Even if you could not become Great in the world In the ministry By reason of the anointing By reason of the grace of God But look Look Sit down, let me tell you something. You don't, you don't. Look. Listen. Maybe you don't know. Not everybody can stow a whale. Do you know stow away? You were are born in Accra. I was born in Takradi. Stow away. Why you go and hide in an engine? The, the engine of the ship. Some of us can, We can't do that. One brother went to hide in an engine, engine room of a ship, to the port. Just before the ship took off, they did the inspection, they were inspecting the ship, and they found him in the engine room. They removed him and threw him at the port. He went home. (laughs) And came back. Managed to find himself into a ship This time They couldn't find him He sat He was in the engine room With the heat and the smoke They went "Ah." Then the captain just felt that There is somebody on the ship They were going towards Malta Just around the West African coast. He went, they looked with torchlights and found Opana. (laughs) And this type of Greek ship owner, they are wicked. Can you believe it? They threw the man into the sea. Yes. With sharks and whales and in the sea. Somewhere. The guy, <laughs> do you even do you know how to swim? You can you swim? Yes. So see, when people are now in America or London, they have stowed away to go. There. You you can't stow away, and if you go for a visa to even when they say, bring your bank account. It's a bank discount. <laughs> the boy, the guy, young boy. He swam Escaping whales and sharks When he sees a shark He will go down Come up in the water for days Then he finally landed at the shore And he asked the people Why am I? He said you are in Liberia (laughs) This is Liberia Liberia. (laughs) He walked from Liberia To Axim months can you walk from Liberia to Exim so you instead of stowing away God has given you the minute because you couldn't pass you couldn't pass because if you go to the embassy they will ask for the work you are doing academic things and so on and you don't have anything so your only option is to stow away, meanwhile you can't if they catch you, know, you start crying and you're urinating on yourself. <laughs> the boy got back to Ghana and went back hey. to the ship. Hey. No. Hey. A, a pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you as, as an imagine, a pastor found him in Holland, hey. Amsterdam. That's, he was telling this pastor this story. Wow. He entered the ship again, another ship, and this time managed to go to Holland. And he's he's there. Prospect brings cars down. I mean, for some of us to drive a car, mean we must do the shepherd in well because That's we can't fine. store away. Oh. We can we can't hide in an engine. Oh. <laughs> so even though you couldn't do well secularly, you must believe God to do well in the ministry. And that is the reason why a great shepherd is the one who has knowledge. Reads books. As I'm talking to you now, I have read books. Not accounting books or engineering books, I've read ministry books, shepherding books. Yes. Knowledge. On Sunday, if you come here, one of my services is just like this. Sorry, bigger than this. Full, full, full canopy. This canopy here was not brought here because of the conference. These canopies are not conference canopies. The chairs here are not conference chairs. You can see LCI is there on Sunday, one of the services we have cannot be sitting there people are under you were not learning in school you were not passing math some of you even RME, you have not finished passing it RME but in the, in, the, in the ministry also the same behavior you had in school You have brought that behavior To church That is the reason why Most churches are small Most churches are small Few churches are big Few churches count Practical head count Sunday One Two Three, four, five, ten, eighteen, forty-eight, forty-six. 10, 18, 48, 46, head count, few churches sit over a thousand. Here we are thousands. Thousands. Listen very carefully. That's why most churches are small. Because Most churches are pastored by pastors who don't have the virtue of hard work. The virtue of knowledge acquisition. The behavior which made them not get a job, for which reason they are pastors, is the same behavior they are perpetuating. But if any man is in Christ, if any man is in Christ, He is a new creation. All things have passed away. Your old behavior in school. Your old behavior in the university. You should have had first class. You came down with third class lower. All things have passed away. I have met people who did not do well in school. But they are doing well in the ministry. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't need to be a university graduate to be a great shepherd. You, all you need is the Holy Ghost All you need is the determination And dedication To knowledge and diligence All you need is grace 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 Who says You must go to university Before you become a, a good pastor who told you that nonsense? But I would prefer to employ somebody who has been to the university. Even though it's not a prerequisite. Because even to, to, to know how to finish school, to finish school, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an act of valor. Act of valor. To finish school. Some of us couldn't finish school. Lazy. And in the name of the Holy Spirit and vision said, the Lord spoke to me In the middle of the university You run away to go and look for a classroom To clap your hands because to you You think ministry is a hobby Or ministry is for lazy people I'm informing you today That greatness in the ministry Is a product of unparalleled work Look I have worked as a doctor For 14 years In almost every capacity. I've even taught. I've taught people to become specialists. And I have taught medical students. I was somewhere recently. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. A brother came to mm, somewhere forgotten. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. At the airport, a brother came to see me. Somebody came to shake my hand. And he was talking to a brother. So when he a brother, the brother came and said, Oh, I want to also introduce myself. I'm Eugen. This Oh, nice to meet you. Yes, we are boarding a plane. Yes, just recently. So, how do I? Are you in light? I said, so, no, no, no. I was one of your students. So, wow. So, where are you now? Students, where? I taught at uh, Kotobabi 1 uh, local primary. And, oh, no, no, you didn't. I, I, I didn't go to Kotobabi 1 local primary. Medical school, you taught me the medical school. I so, said, oh, wow. So, where are you? So, I'm in South Africa. I worked, I'm doing a course there in Cape Town and so on and so forth. Yeah. I, have, I have worked as a doctor. At lowest level, highest level. I can tell you, you can say it. I can tell you that to be a pastor is far, 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 far more difficult than to be a doctor. If you are a doctor, and you cannot say what I'm saying, then you are a bogus pastor. Then you do not understood the ministry. The ministry, it will drain every juice. But many pastors don't apply. Look, to be a great shepherd, the great shepherd we are talking about, is not a result of confession. So, it's a result of practical, hands-on. Quick. i'm saying it again that a lot of pastors because they do not know how to work hard couldn't work hard as students therefore couldn't advance couldn't work hard secularly were sad even to find a job it's a problem for you what's a problem for you that's why you are a pastor today and the same behavior no interest in knowledge No interest in reading. I stood here yesterday sweating, talking about books. It doesn't even occur to you because it is not your nature to acquire knowledge. But but, but maybe I should also tell you, I should be kind, I should be kind. I should put aside every cruelty and be kind to you and tell you that. Maybe very soon you will not be a pastor again. I'm not seeing the spirit. Oh. I'm not seeing it. There's no spirit I'm seeing. I only saw Christ changing videos. I'm not seeing the spirit. You will not. Soon, your church will close down. I'm telling you. If you don't change from this conference, you will not be a pastor anymore. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Look at it. Hosea 4 6. I'm showing you what I saw. I didn't see a vision. I saw a scripture. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Look look at it. He said, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me. Yes. Pastor, it's a Bible. (laughs) When knowledge comes, A pastor uses his life to write books on loyalty, and you will not read it because in school you were not reading, you failed at all because you reject knowledge. Oh, nonsense! You think everybody is book wrong? This type of pastors today who have come, they have gone to university. They think everybody can go to the university book long every day reading. And this one, oh, what now? What, what is it? We come to your church, 21 members are sitting there, three are sick, four are your relatives. One guy is there to collect his money you owe him <laughs> because you have rejected knowledge. You yourself, you have five children. So really, the church is just four members because you have rejected knowledge. Look at my face carefully. I'm telling you today. I'm saying, oh, please don't get me wrong. I'm, don't get me wrong. If you get me wrong, it means you don't have a good spirit. Your spirit is polluted. I am not in this conference telling you that because you couldn't go to university or you couldn't do WASI, you are an inferior pastor or you will, not, you will not amount to much. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you that perhaps if you judge yourself, you realize that the very reason why you couldn't do well in school, you have brought it also to the ministry. Except that over here, just like the secular world, which also, have you not seen, the world rejected you. Oh, yes. The world rejected you that you cannot be a graduate. The medical school rejected medical students in my time. There were medical students who topped in their region, they could not finish medical school. Because anywhere you do not uphold the virtue of knowledge, you are rejected. And so is the church and the premise. Hosea 4:6. You reject knowledge, I reject you. So even if in 10 years time you are still a pastor, you are just a pastor because you have chosen to buy a lot of colors. But there is, there, there is, no, there, there is no spiritual endorsement. There is no divine endorsement of what you are doing. Because you have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you. A great shepherd, one, one on Friday, Bishop Dagwood Mills comes here. Don't just look at a, a, a tall, handsome man or a tall, nice man or a man who's, who can preach well. See that that man standing there is a man of knowledge. Hallelujah. He will tell you. Look, his books have been translated into over 30 languages. Well, international, it's being used in Russia. China, India, local, what is it about? He will tell you, he did not spend even one day in a Bible school. Because he spent all his years in the medical school. But because he was in the medical school, he had the ability to study himself and sat down and interacted with books. 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 Minds. You want to? The ministry. The ministry. Look. It's not. Look, if you come and joke here, you will, you will struggle. And I'm telling you, if you can see that, you, you are developing gray hair, so. Can't you see? No, no, check well. When you are combing your hair, check well. You are growing gray hairs. Or not just on your hair, but in other places. Hey, that's what. So I will suggest to you that during the break, let's meet by the side. I know a few businessmen. We can advance you alone to start some cement business or iron rod business. To, and, and stop being a pastor. Moving business. You sell things that move. You cannot be in the ministry and not love knowledge. A great shepherd. A great shepherd. And he says, A great shepherd. He said, You are also a great shepherd because you have large numbers of sheep. Of course. That great shepherd. You cannot be pastoring 200 people and call yourself a great shepherd. 200 people, you have just begun the ministry. That great shepherd. Every pastor here must have a vision that you are going to see your members in the thousands. Thank you. Not imagination, so. Literal, and you see, if you, if, you, if you count with your eyeballs, you will deceive yourself. Count with counters. One, two, three, four. Then you are counting. I won't come to you. Don't worry. (laughs) Count. You realize that for twelve years you have been a pastor of sixty-eight members. Go to your church this Sunday. Uh, You, you, you. Wait. I'm going to come there also. And the last thing, the last vision I want to give you, is the vision of being. What's the first vision? vision? To be what? A good shepherd number two shepherd. number three to be a chief shepherd and i'm going to come there it is it is linked to being a good shepherd chief shepherd a chief shepherd first peter 5 4 and when the chief shepherd shall appear Ye shall receive a crown Of glory that fadeth Not away Say chief shepherd Chief Chief shepherd shepherd. shepherd. Have a vision to be a chief shepherd 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 shepherd. Who is a chief shepherd A chief shepherd Is one who has Under shepherds In other words, a chief shepherd is an overseer. Yes. A chief shepherd has got under shepherds. That is how he could even become a great shepherd. You see, this is a progression. You are a good shepherd then you move to becoming a great shepherd. Because when you are a good shepherd like Christ, you will have knowledge. Because Christ, even though he was just multiplying bread and eating everywhere, before the ministry, he had done a lot of reading. Yes. He was not a graduate. He was a carpenter. Carpenter, but he knew the Scriptures. Read it. Read your Bible. He was quoting by heart, by heart. Isaiah, David, Moses, by heart. He would tell them, "Moses told you, but I also say to you." One day, the first time he began the ministry, he went to church to the synagogue. He entered the church and walked straight. Bible says, and he found the place. The place. Some of you, if I say find, find the place where Christ talked about faith, you will go to Ezekiel. Christ talked about faith. You go to Ezekiel. He found Jesus was a reader. The knowledge he had was not a knowledge born out of uh, osmosis. Knowledge does not enter a person by osmosis. Putting a Bible under your pillow does not mean that the, not, the, the, the content of the Bible will enter your head by osmosis. A chief shepherd pastor you are not a great pastor. You are not a chief pastor until there are pastors under you. I just need to say it because I'm preaching. But I don't, I'm not saying it because I want to lift myself before you or make you feel. I'm, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. This morning I went to the toilet. I was, surprised, I was expecting diamonds to come. I didn't see diamonds. I'm I'm nothing diarrhea song. I'm nothing. But as I stand here, I've got hundreds of pastors under me. That's right. This the work you are doing, if it must be a certain size of it, who do you think has organized this conference? Who do you think organized this conference? Me? Ha! Me? I was in my bedroom with my wife. I also arrived here this morning just like you. But I have raised pastors. Did you ever see me in your church? Some of you, if you must have a conference, you yourself must go from church because there's nobody apart from you and your wife you have made her a pastor also because even though she's not anointed because if you don't make her a pastor i you won't eat your daily bread oh bishop in is here god bless you thank you clap your hands for bishop in chief Bishop Interful has raised pastors Some of the pastors he has has raised Are bishops Ministry is not for you and your wife Receive the anointing to be a chief shepherd and we will get there. You pray that I get some chance to, be to preach again. <laughs> if I get some small chance to preach again, I'll talk about how to be a good shepherd. Now, you are who we we say yes, yes, yes. yes. You were preaching and you were preaching. Stop that work you are doing there. Go back to your church and change it. That church you are pastoring There's a better version of that church In the spirit May you see it practically May you see it practically The church you are sitting in About seven years ago Six years ago It was not this type of church It was a small church Everybody Pastors a small church I began to pastor a church In a classroom Pastor Michael, why is he? Please stand up. He was my assistant. 22 years ago, he was my assistant. He's still my assistant in the church. 22 years. He's older than me. I'm more handsome than him. That's why he... he, he. Or rather, he's more handsome than me. Everybody has a time. Bishop will tell you, when the church began, he could not even arrange the church like a normal church. They had to arrange the church like a, 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 a merry-go-round. This type of, uh, you know, surface Eight people or six people. Everybody has a small church. You are not the only pastor with a small church. Today, a church of eight members has become a denomination of over 3,000 churches in over 70 countries, it is possible for you too. Don't sit by a small church and say that God called you to be a pastor of a small family church. There is The God I serve will never anoint any man to be a pastor of a small church. When the millions are outside there, if you don't know how to do the work, say you don't know. Don't call yourself a, a pastor of a small family church. why we are here you're not the only one learning i'm learning i'm learning as bishop interval was speaking yesterday i realized that there's a distance between the holy ghost and i i could see it and i and i and i'm determined to close the gap when bishop prince was preaching i realized that i i I had very 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 rudimentary knowledge of gathering i didn't know it at all That, that i mean that the principles I was standing on to gather people was very rudimentary, wow. embryonic, infantile. Keep preaching. Everybody begins small, don't stay small. Reach. It's not your destiny. Refuse it, yeah. refuse it, yeah. reject it, yeah. refuse it. Yeah. Tell yourself, I'm a great shepherd. I am a chief shepherd. I'm a good shepherd. Stand to your feet and clap your hands for Jesus. As I, I hope as for clapping, you know how to clap. I tell you, you will be great. We are, we are small today Look, any pastor with a small church today Look, I'm not a prophet But I prophesy that If you follow the principles of Christ You cannot be small You cannot be small Shout, I reject it I reject smallness It's not my portion now Don't worry This Sunday you are going back to your classroom Preach there It's a face of your ministry Don't worry This Sunday you are going under a canopy Don't worry But be determined that you will not sit under a canopy This Sunday you are going to a hall You are renting You've paid five years advance It is not for you Kabayaza. Mandolima so Can you speak some tongues? Can you speak some tongues? Shout some tongues right now. Two minutes of tongues. Two minutes of tongues. Reject smallness. You are a choir leader, reject smallness. Reject it. Don't see yourself a pastor of hundreds, two hundred, four hundred. Believe God to pastor thousands. It will define you. Father, we thank you? Keep praying. Keep Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Hey. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Lift your hands. Lord, lift me up. Lord, elevate me. Change my story. Let's change my story. I couldn't do well in school it's okay it's okay even God gave people a second chance I couldn't pass my exam it's okay but I'll pass the tests in the ministry it's not my destiny I am destined to be great a small one shall be a thousand a little one a nation It's my destiny. Oh, yes. Clap your hands and you may be seated.